Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Happy Wednesday, gobble, gobble. It's Arthur Idala. It is November the 22nd. Now, I know that this date means a lot to me as a 55-year-old man. I don't, I wonder how many people will know what this date meant to the world uh, 60 years ago. Let's see. Welcome to the Thanksgiving Almost Thanksgiving Eve edition to the Idala Power Hour. Here on 45th and 5th, they're going to start blowing up the balloon soon. So, Joan Pelzer, where were you? Um, there you go. Do you remember where you were when President Kennedy was uh, assassinated? <laughs> I'm your age, buddy. All right. Do you remember where your parents were? Have they spoken to you about it? They have spoken to me about it. Yeah, they were, um, I believe that they were at home. I can't remember exactly where they said whose home they were at. I don't If not, it was my grandmother's or if it was their own. I don't know where my father was, but I know my mother was teaching in school and they, they announced it. Um, Scary and day. It was shocking. You know, you and I touched on it a little bit. The other guys here didn't when President Reagan got shot. Yes. I remember I was at Poly Prep and um, um, I went out to the food truck to get a, a, a hot dog. And um, the guy whose name was Charlie and he said, you know, they just shot the president. And Charlie was a little bit of a clown, you know, a funny guy. And I was like, no, yeah, get out of here. He was like, no, 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 dude, they, they did. They just shot President Reagan. I'm like, what? And then it was the end of school. It was like 3.20. And I got on the bus to go home, which didn't take long. And then I got home, and I remember coming right into the sunroom in, in my parents' house and watching the, the TV. And I remember, I don't know who it was, but someone, quote-unquote, killed the president. One of the anchors said, we have gotten word that, that President Reagan has died. And then they pulled it back, like, pretty fast. And I remember him yelling on the air, like, you can't do that. Probably took his glasses off and... I don't know, probably Frank from Staten Island knows exactly who, who the anchor was who killed the President Reagan. Um, go ahead. Frank Reynolds. Yes. I anchor so. at ABC. I'm faster I than know. Frank from there Staten Island. I, re- I, I remembered it. It's interesting. I remembered it was ABC. I just didn't remember who it was. And 15 minutes um, after what? Hinckley fired, he uh, said this. He interrupted a soap opera to say this. Yeah, it was it was wild. Um, but you know, the, the, but Reagan, you know, recovered. I, you know, as they were taking him to the operating room, I think he said, "I hope you're all Republicans," and uh, he recovered and wound up having a great presidency. And there's a whole thing about all the years gone by. And it, every what is it, twenty years, I believe, that the, that that president has either been executed or, or assassinated or an attempt of assassination or he died in office. Um, but. Um, you know, President Kennedy died, and my mother, for years, uh, used as an example that murder uh, to say how everyone's replaceable. And here was the leader of the free world, John Kennedy, and you know, within hours he was gone, and there was a new leader of the free world, and um, the the world kept on turning. And I tell that to people here all the time. Like, you know, don't get too big for your britches. You know, everybody is uh, is replaceable. Um, so we mourn the loss of President Kennedy and, and then his brother. I mean, that family, boy, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to have anything to do with that family. It's riddled with tragedy. Um, 
So flipping the coin on tragedy and talking about charity, we have a great show. We have um, people from the Police Athletic League, from the Guild from Exceptional Children, the Ramos Foundation. My good friend Joe Murray is going to come on and talk about what he does for Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Um, we have a full house here. We got Joni Pelzer. Happy Thanksgiving to Joan, who does so much, and we're thankful for Joan. He's Hour. Um, I have Matt Sambolino behind the turntables and the mixes. What's up, Sambolino? How are you, Arthur? Happy Thanksgiving and early yep. one to you. And we also have to mention a happy birthday to Jerry Crowley today as well. Oh! Happy birthday! Oh, I, I, thank you. Thank you for saving me on that one. leader. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, I believe I have Alex Garrett in the house. Is that accurate? That is correct. Happy Thanksgiving Eve and Thanksgiving, Arthur. Thank you for all you do for us, Alex. And I believe the man who's about to lose a finger, Joe Sibili, is in the house. Yeah, I'm going to lose a finger. My mother's going to be mad that I'm at work this late. And I, I'm uh, going to well, be punished for it. <laughs> I apologize. I, I, no, that's anything you, for you, Arthur. Those of you who don't know, uh, Joe Sibilia accompanied us to Cave Hill Resort uh, this summer and decided, yeah. he, oh, I'm going to borrow a golf club and hit a couple of golf balls, which is a usually a pretty safe thing to do. You know, you don't hear about too many major injuries on the golf course, unless you're like Tiger Woods have played like one million rounds of golf right. and blow out his back. But somehow or another, Joe uh, Sibilia figured out a way to injure himself on the golf course <laughs> by swinging uh, too low to the ground. The, the club hit the dirt before it any, got anywhere close to the ball. And I don't know, you blew out your finger or something. I, like I that, broke Joe? it. I have a, uh, I have a, what is most likely a benign tumor on my bone that I have to have removed, and they're going to do a bone graft and fix it up. And you know, hopefully, Matt Sambolin will finally admit that this is a serious surgery. <laughs> well, sorry, right. sorry, you're the Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers of the golf course. Um, real quick, in today's news, I mean, I guess the the best part of today's news is hopefully at least fifty hostages will be released. Um, I know people have strong feelings about this. You know, you don't negotiate with terrorists. It only emboldens them to do more terrorism. But if you're a friend or a family member of one of the 50 people who are going to be released, um, I would think you're ecstatic. Um, I, you know, I, I, I really hope they get the little kids out of there, the little kids who can't take care of themselves. There were some special needs people in there. Um, there were, I mean, there was a girl in a wheelchair who was in really, really bad shape. I'd, I'll be thrilled if she's um, still alive because she obviously was someone who needed a tremendous amount of care. There was a nine-month-old. There were twin three-year-olds. You know, I don't know. I know that Qatar is involved in the negotiation with us and, and with Israel and with Hamas. And, you know, what a uh, – it would be wonderful for all of us to um, be able to celebrate Something like 50 people who we kind of presumed were going to die or going to be killed if, if they were um, alive and well. I, I know there's a lot more than 50 people, but that would be a great place to start. And um, what a beautiful way to um, kick off, at least here in America, our holiday season. I will um, tell you that um, tomorrow... I will be at um, my mother-in-law's house in Staten Island. I call it my mother-in-law's house because she's the one who's cooking. My father-in-law is there as well. And I am very much looking forward to that. Um, God willing, tomorrow morning we'll be, I'll be with all three of my children and we'll watch the parade. Somehow or another, i got to fit in a church thing in there because, you know, Arthur's making his first Holy Communion and it's very important that we go to church. So we may have to, like tape some of the parade the only thing is is like we have this big tradition on both sides of the family at like noon when santa comes out everyone calls each other it's the official beginning of the christmas season um and then i love watching the dog show thing i've been watching it for years you know tonight was in, in high school and then in college it was like the biggest party and even in law school it was like the biggest party night of the year as a prosecutor i had two major cases shootings that took place on this night um 
Uh, and I remember being not in great shape many a time watching that dog show, uh, <laughs> licking my wounds. That's one of my favorite wounds. things to do is watch that dog show. Yeah, and my mother-in-law is going to cook up a storm, and we're going to have um, a very special family with us who suffered a big loss in their family in the last couple of weeks. So we'll all be doing one big Thanksgiving hug. Um, it's the holiday without presents, so that's what it takes mm-hmm. a lot of stress off. But, you know... With all the insanity that's going on in the world, very many of us uh, who listen to this program regularly, who I'm around, whether in the courthouse or my law firm, we have so much to be thankful for in this very special country. You know, the people in Ukraine, obviously the people in Israel, the people in Gaza, and people in all over the place in Africa and South America and certain parts of Europe, Korea, you know, they're not getting around tomorrow and eating turkey and overindulging in food and having much running water whenever they needed and toilet facilities whenever they needed and I'm sure we'll be opening up some great red wine tomorrow and there's a lot of people who don't have that and we do and we're thankful for that I'm so thankful for that and um, for the rest of the show we're going to talk to people who really work their tail off to help others who need some help um, or to make this community just a better place to live. I am very proud of that. I'm very proud of all of our next guests. I'm proud of this show. And I am thankful for all of you who listen on such a regular basis. I get so many texts and emails and calls and comments on the street. I got stopped yesterday. A guy asked for my autograph. He's like, oh, yeah, I know you're the lawyer on TV. And I, I listen to your radio show. So I am humbled by all of your love and support. All right, folks. Um, We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with the executive director of the Police Athletic League, Carlos Velasquez. Don't go away. We'll be right back. you got to go to Michael's in Brooklyn for the greatest Italian meal I think that you will ever have. All the the cuisine. I could say I call it cuisine because it is really far and away a spectacular Italian restaurant. Michael's of Brooklyn is 718-998-7851, all made from scratch. The sauce is made right there at Avenue R in Nostrand in Brooklyn, New York. You can go to michaelsofbrooklyn.com. You can join the Sauce of the Month Club. You can get the gnocchi there. It's spectacular. They make it from scratch. And not to mention the pastas, arrabbiata sauce, the puttanesca sauce, the marinara sauce. you got to go to Michael's of Brooklyn. And then if you see it in your supermarket, and you will around the country, you pick up Michaels of Brooklyn, you're not going to believe how good it is. Michaels of Brooklyn, Avenue R and Nostrand in Brooklyn, New York. Call 718-998-7851. 718-998-7851. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving that community since 1964. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Let's talk about Bay Ridge Honda, run by my friend Rob Sabah. The Sabah family has owned and operated this Honda dealer for over 60 years years. My grandfather bought a Honda Accord there in 1980 and kept it for decades. Bay Ridge Honda serves all five boroughs, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, and the Bronx. My parents, my sister, my brother-in-law, everyone I know has purchased a car from Bay Ridge Honda because the Savar family and their team are the best and most trusted in the business. And you can save big all month long at Bay Ridge Honda's big Black Friday sale. Big inventory, big benefits, and big savings with all the new Honda models in stock Marked below manufacturer's retail prices. So visit Bay Ridge Honda on 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. This sale ends November 30th, 2023. Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. Our very special guest is Congresswoman Nidia Velasquez, was the first Puerto Rican woman elected to the Congress in 1992. Is there anything else the U.S. government can do to assist the people of Puerto Rico? Yes. The problem is that even when some public policies were enacted to help promote economic activity in Puerto Rico, the same way that Congress...
Congress provided those incentives the same way they took them away without providing anything else. And then the treatment that Puerto Rico gets. These are American citizens. They go to war. They die for our country. They fight for our freedoms. So the U.S. government has a responsibility. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd at a new time, Saturday afternoon at 2.30 and again at 9 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Is your husband or wife in a hospital or rehab center? Are people telling you that they are not eligible for Medicaid? The cost of a nursing home is $500 a day, $15,000 a month. Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay the medical and facility bills? Don't panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys have been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds of people just like you with the same thing that you could be going through. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy. Call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. That's 718 718- 238-6500 with offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now, so don't wait and call Connors and Sullivan today 718-238-6500 that's 718-238-6500 and trust me folks, after you speak with them, you'll be glad that you did. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart or odyssey.com. I'll stand by you Welcome back to this, um, it's not Giving Tuesday anymore, right, John? What is it called today? It's not Giving Tuesday till next week. Oh, yes. I thought yesterday was Giving Tuesday. No, oh, no, it's okay. after Thanksgiving right. is Giving well, you Tuesday. Would think, you would think. Cyber would think. Monday, Giving Tuesday. Is that what it is? Yeah, because they want you to do Thanksgiving, and then the start of the holiday season is Giving Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am so happy that we're dedicating um, this show to entities that we should be thankful for. Um, for all the good that they do, you know, we, we get so caught up in the day in and day out of life. And let's face it, some of us, and I will include myself in that, get caught up in keeping up with the Joneses. And sometimes we forget those who are a little less fortunate than us or could use a little bit of a helping hand. And um, one of those entities that is really a part of the fabric of New York City um, is the Police Athletic League. It's an organization that I've known about since I'm a little kid because they sponsored a lot of sports in my neighborhood in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. But a lot of the real, real excellent work they do are in communities that are a little less less served than uh, my community in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. And I am um, so happy to be able to um, support them every opportunity I get. But I um, sometimes... Um, you know, I forget all the hard work that they put into it. So without further ado, I am going to introduce the executive director of the Police Athletic League, Carlos Velasquez. Hello, Mr. Executive Director. It's Arthur Idala. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Arthur, and appreciate you having us and appreciate all the support you've given us through the years. Well, I will tell you the support that I've given you. I feel, sometimes I feel like, Carlos, I see you more than I see my wife. Uh, you know, <laughs> my, Monday of last week, uh, you had the, the governor, uh, or no, Tuesday, I'm sorry, the 14th, you had the governor. Um, and then on Friday, you had the mayor. Um, and just for folks who don't know, one, one of the many, many fundraising aspects of the Police Athletic League is um, Carlos and the team run these lunches um, with really wonderful, um, wonderful speakers. Really, really wonderful speakers. I've been going for years and years, more years than I can count. Well, actually, I can tell you, Carlos, one of the speakers that was fabulous was um, Senator Chuck Schumer when the whole debt crisis went down and Obama had already been elected but Bush was still the president and he gave a speech that I'll never forget about how the American economy almost really crumbled um, but you guys have done such a great job over the years Carlos I want to hand it to you and um, just tell me some of the, the, the highlights of the services that the Police Athletic League provides to um, to our youth here in the city of New York Definitely. So the PAL is a, a totally free, a free program 
that impacts 15,000 young people in New York City throughout the five boroughs. We start from early childhood programs where we're working with expected mothers all the way through young people who are looking for college and career choices. So a lot of people associate PAL with just athletics, but we do so much more from hydroponics to uh, engineering programs to career education to social emotional support for our young people who are struggling and also support for the families. So it, it's all uh, full circle in terms of the work that we do. We have a lot of our young people growing up in our program who come back to work for us and give back to our neighborhoods. And like you said, we're, we're in neighborhoods that a lot of people don't want to provide resources for or aren't providing resources and making sure that we do that in partnership with law enforcement. And, and we do that because we think it's in very important and uh, instrumental for the safety of our young people in our communities for that relationship to start as early as possible. And uh, Carlos, how long has the Police Athletic League been doing this stuff? Yeah, well, this summer will be our 110th year uh, in service. It started in 1914, where the police commission at the time shut down a street on the Lower East Side to have uh, a place for young people to feel safe and to um, play and, and build relationships with law enforcement. So we're very excited about our 110th year coming up starting this, uh, this July. Okay, and so before I let you go, Carlos Velasquez, the executive director of the Police Athletic League, um, tell us a little bit about how people could find you, and um, you know, and and if they would like to make a donation uh, today or or during the uh, the holiday. Definitely. Well, you can go to our website at palnyc.org, and going into kind of this holiday season and being thankful about everything we have and our families have. We, we really hope that uh, people can find it in their hearts to support and not just give to our young people um, and our families, but invest in them. So again, PALNYC.org, you can uh, go and make a donation, find out more information about the work that we're doing and learn about other events that we're having, like our business lunches um, or our other fundraisers that they can support. Yeah, besides John and Margaret Katsimatidis, who will go above and beyond in supporting the Police Athletic League, you know, just on Friday, you know, Tony Danza, the, the great Tony Danza was uh, front and center, uh, as well as all the real big shots of the city of New York. Um, and on December 13th, we'll be supporting you guys once again um, at the Legal Professional Luncheon. Uh, that's the Bob Morgenthau, the former Manhattan District Attorney's Award. And my partner, and really, more importantly, my friend, uh, David Schwartz, will be the one who uh, will be one of the two recipients of that award. And I think that's a super-duper big deal, and I want to congratulate David Schwartz, but I want to congratulate you guys, uh, Carlos at the PAL, for being smart enough to pick someone of the caliber of David Schwartz to honor on December 13th. It's going to be at the Pierre again, correct? Yep, it'll be at the Pierre Hotel on December 13th. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Carlos Velasquez, the, the executive director of the New York Police Athletic League that just does outstanding work. So it makes sense to go from Carlos Velasquez, the PAL executive director, to my friend Maritza Ramos. She is the widow of Detective Rafael Ramos and the president of the Rafael Ramos Foundation, Welcome back, Maritza. How are you? Hi, how are you, Arthur? How are you today? I'm wonderful. Getting ready to, uh, I guess, overeat a little bit tomorrow. Although I'm going to try to behave. <laughs> I don't want to get go too crazy. Um, Maritza, I'm very excited because a week from tomorrow, November 30th, is the big dinner. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? So we're having our annual gala this year at Russo's on the Bay on November 30th, and we're doing that to honor my late husband, Rafael Ramos, and to raise money for all the things that we do throughout the year, which includes um, this year we're doing our annual memorial toy giveaway at PS169, which is also who my husband went to, and they have 850 kids. So we need a lot of toys to get that done. And what kind, of, what kind of stuff do you give the kids, uh, Maritza? All sorts of toys. Like, There's so many different toys that they get. They're, they love it. 
And the beauty of it, the, the optics of it, so people understand, and this was Maritza's vision from day one when my office set up the, uh, the foundation for her, um, was to have young children to have their first interaction with a uniformed police officer to be a very positive one. And what's more positive for a little kid than getting a present? Um, except maybe getting a present from someone who's dressed up as a police officer. And maybe it'll encourage some of these young people to be police officers. Um, Marissa, it has done, you, you know, you guys have really followed through. It has been uh, a pleasure for me to work with you. But a lot of people, when a tragedy happens, say, oh, I'm going to do this foundation. Or I'm going to keep their memory alive. But you have really, really done so. Tell us a little bit about what motivates you on a regular basis to, you know, do the hard work that it takes to run the dinner and, um, you know, keep keep your husband's memory alive? Well, what, what brings me great joy in doing these things is definitely seeing the smile on the children's faces. Um, my husband loved working with, you know, kids, and he took education very seriously. So seeing all these kids receive a toy and know that it came from us and that you know it's something to keep his memory alive it's amazing and we don't we don't just do um give them a toy and walk away we have bouncy houses we entertain it's them a party. It's, a party. it's a party it's a maritza throne party. party yes we have a dj we have cotton candy we have it all maritza tell me before i run out of time tell the listeners if they want to make a donation or learn more about the foundation and they want to go online where do they go so if they want to make a donation, they can go to um, the Rafael Ramos, the Rafael Ramos Foundation dot org. Okay, the Rafael Ramos Foundation dot org, and Maritza and I'm the sorry, board. The Ramos Foundation dot org. Okay, I'm sure they'll find <laughs> it. Just put in Rafael Ramos, and, and trust me, it comes yes, up. Yes. Um, and and just to um, balance things out, they're honoring the police commissioner, uh, the chief of police, Chief Madry, and then they to, to balance things out, having two spectacular guests. They had to honor me as well to like you know of just course, bring things of down, course. bring be, things down to earth. wouldn't have it any other way. Well, I you know how much I I love your organization and I love and you we guys, love you. And your family and all of that stuff. There's that other guy who floats around, kind of a cute guy, Jose, and I'm a big fan of his as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah. all right, I am excited for November 30th. There'll be a, an excess awesome. crowd. It'll be over 400 people. We'll try to push it to 500 people in the next week. Yeah, and have it the greatest event ever. Maritza Ramos. Thank you so much. The Ramos Thank Foundation. You. Go online, check them out, and look at all the good work they're doing and make a donation. We are going to take Thank a quick break. So we'll be right back after these messages. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Tonight, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live, and that means not only do the Fox News Medical All-Stars stop by, but we also hope to keep you informed on the most important aspects of your health as is breaking in the news right now. That's tonight at 7. Whether you're an owner of one machine or have a fleet of hundreds, ESCO Truck and Equipment can help with all your equipment needs, whether it be purchase, lease, or rent the right machine to improve your business. ESCO provides a full line of link belt excavators, light equipment from Dynapack, and Chicago pneumatic or handheld power tools from Steel. ESCO parts stocks an extensive inventory and can retrieve parts quickly to minimize your downtime. If you break down in the fields and need a part, ESCO certified technicians will come to you on site to get you back to work quickly. ESCO is there for you every step of the way with regular maintenance inspections, service, and repair. Serving New York and New Jersey. Take it from me, Joe P. Call Joe E., Joe Eugenio, 718-504-2600 or go online to escoequipment.com, E-S-S-C-O equipment.com. ESCO Truck and Equipment is a DeFazio company. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Let's talk about Bay Ridge Honda, run by my friend Rob Sabah. The Sabah family has owned and operated this Honda dealer for over 60 years. My grandfather bought a Honda Accord there in 1980 and kept it for decades. Bay Ridge Honda serves all five boroughs, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, and the Bronx. My parents, my sister, my brother-in-law, everyone I know has purchased a car from Bay Ridge Honda because the Sabah family and their team are the best and most trusted in the business. 
and you can save big all month long at Bay Ridge Honda's big Black Friday sale. Big inventory, big benefits, and big savings with all the new Honda models in stock marked below manufacturer's retail prices. So visit Bay Ridge Honda on 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. This sale ends November 30th, 2023. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. This first cohort began with 20 students, and 18 successfully completed the program. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's an incredible experience. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, email info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly, fa la 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 la. All right, welcome now back on this Wednesday. Get ready to blow up the balloons for Thanksgiving. Um, before we go to our next very special guest, um, and we, we are hearing some Christmas music, you know, Chris, the official beginning of the season is when Santa comes out at the end of the parade um joni pelzer talk to us about another christmas event coming up so you know we are local and we talk about things that are local and this is particularly local for you arthur because it's going to be happening at fort hamilton army base it's a theater it's the narrows community theater they're presenting a christmas carol how amazing is that and they got in touch with us to ask us if we could help promote it and it starts on your birthday you probably won't go on your birthday but it goes december one two and three and then it goes December 8, 9, and 10. And it is free for active military families with ID, which is so beautiful. I love that they're doing this. Yes, thank you, Alex. And uh, $30 tickets for adults, 25 for seniors. Um, we're actually going to do an ad in their uh, program, and we're going to gift the tickets to your parents for fun so that they can go see A Christmas Carol oh, locally. Um, How beautiful I, is that? That is beautiful. Now, let's talk about something else that's very beautiful, having to do with our very next guest, someone I know... I don't know, since 1993, 94. Um, he is uh, one of the most prestigious attorneys in the uh, city of New York, if not the state of New York, if not in all uh, three uh, states around us. I would say they call it the tri-state area. Um, Joseph Murray has represented some of the biggest clients in the city, and that's what many people know him for. But I will tell you this. Um, 19, let's see, 2008. It was the day Obama got elected. I was sitting in a restaurant with my friend Allison Camarada, who was at the time at Fox, now she's at CNN. And I got one of the worst phone calls of my life. It was from my sister, who is my only sibling and, and one of my closest and dearest friends, um, about her four-year-old son, Nicholas, my godson. And she said, your Godson just got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And the feeling that I had was like I, someone hit me in the belly with a bat. Because I grew up with Christopher Glynn, and when, who was my best, 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 best friend since we were four years old. And when he was nine, when we were in school, he got very sick. Don't forget, this is the 1970s. Medicine and technology was not what, nearly what it is today. And Christopher got type 1 diabetes. And so I grew up with a kid who I was the only kid carrying a pack of Lifesavers, cherry Lifesavers in my pocket that I wasn't allowed to touch because if Christopher's blood sugar dropped too low, I would have to give him the Lifesavers. And I went through a couple of episodes with him where, you know, he went into insulin shock, and it's not a lot of fun. So knowing that that happened 
to my four-year-old nephew um, was traumatizing. And the very, very, very first person I called was the person who's on the line with us right now, this great lawyer, uh, Joseph Murray, because Joseph has been involved with the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation for decades. And within 24 hours, Joe had my sister and my nephew, I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, I think it was at Columbia Presbyterian with like the head of the whole diabetes unit. And That's correct. Walking That's them correct. through they it. They with and, Robert and, Golan. Yeah, they, and Joe took care of it. And Joe has been a part of this community, um, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, for decades. And it started off as a little thing, and now it's a, a huge New York City event. So without further ado, to tell you what he's got going on this Saturday, this Monday, where we're going to be broadcasting live from the Joe's location, and then again on Wednesday, Joe Murray, take it away. Thank you, Arthur. Thank you so much. And I remember the day that you actually called me about Nicholas, and my heart dropped. I felt terrible for the family. But uh, as you know, Nicholas is doing great. He's living a nice, normal, healthy life. He's a great, great kid. He's got beautiful parents and a great uncle and great grandparents, and and he's going to do okay. He's going to be fine. Um, talking about the Little North Pole, Arthur, uh, we basically have two reasons why we light up the Little North Pole. One, we uh, hope to put a smile on every single person's face, including every single child, and we want to give them a memory of Christmas and the holiday season that we know will last a lifetime. And then two, we want to help a special group of children that actually need our help. And those are children that live each and every day of their lives with juvenile diabetes. There's no well, question in my mind, we at the Little North Pole have made a difference in many of the children's lives that live with this disease. Research is getting better and better. Uh, we're getting closer and closer. The pumps, the continuous glucose monitors, they've clearly made life with diabetes much easier, much safer. The controls are so much better. And keep in mind, when Nicholas was first diagnosed, he was forced to actually inject themselves with insulin three, four, five times a day. That's every day. And this continues for the rest of his life. So... Over at the juvenile diabetes. Joe, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I remember one of the, I remember one of the things you told me was you know days after as we were all processing. I mean that night was one of the worst nights of my life. When my sister had to give him an injection, I could literally start crying on the air when because he was very verbal at a very young age. My father was there. My father was a mess, and they, they my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, were holding him down to give him like his first or his second shot. And he was telling his mother, why do you hate me? Why are you doing this to me? Why do you hate me? And it's like, oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's burned in my memory. And I remember you telling me days after, you said, Art, you know what really stinks? Even if you have cancer, you could take a day off from your chemotherapy on your birthday. You could take a day off from, you know, a lot of other diseases. He goes, with diabetes, you told me, there's no days off. You know, you always have to monitor your sugar levels. You always have to monitor you know, your insulin and how you're feeling. And, and whether you're taking a test for school or you're playing a ball game, you know, it's it's something that you always have to be aware of. And, it, yes, it I have seen the technology go yes. through the roof. And you guys have a direct, I mean, the money you've given has a direct correlation to the technology that I, you know, I, Joe, my son, my grand, my godson is in Iona University. You know, right now I can see his number on my phone. I have the app for the Omicron that thing great? that's in his arm. Isn't that fantastic? You know, I remember when, when Nicholas first got diagnosed, his mom, uh, your sister, had to wake up each night just to check his sugar level to make sure it wasn't going too low and it wasn't going too high. Now she can look from her phone and see exactly what his sugar levels are, and she gets alerted when it goes too low or too high. Technology is fantastic. So tell us, Joe Murray, what we're doing Saturday night, what we're doing Monday night, and what we're doing Wednesday night. Because it's not just juvenile diabetes you help. You're, you're helping a, a, lot of, a lot of organizations. Okay, so Saturday night. We have a show second to none. Uh, we have uh, uh, Joe Causey from 101.1. He's going to be out there with us. He's going to be emceeing the show. We have 
neighborhood performers, and then we have people coming out to perform that actually had hit songs on their radio. These people dedicate their time, and they come out to try and help us raise money for the charities we raise money for. Juvenile Diabetes, number one charity. We've been directly involved with it. We've raised millions of dollars. Every penny we raise goes directly out to the charity. But this year, we're not only doing the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, we're going to do some blood cancer research, and we're going to do Williams Syndrome. Okay, they're terrible diseases. Over at the Little North Pole, if anyone comes out, it's on 144th Street in the Ponson Avenue, Saturday afternoon. We start at 3.30 in the afternoon. If you come out, you're going to meet these two kids, Rocco and Siobhan. Both of them are heroes to me. Both children have gone through hundreds of hours of chemo treatments, and they've spent too many days and nights in the emergency rooms. Both of them are beyond hand. You'll see, see, see smiles on both of their faces. And then you're going to meet this kid, Anthony. He actually has Williams syndrome. Okay, he's missing chromosome number seven. His arteries, his blood vessels actually narrow, and they begin to close. So over on Saturday night, we expect to raise some money. We expect to have some food out there for everyone. We expect to have some great entertainment. And I'm telling you, you will walk away with a memory of the holidays and Christmas that you will remember for the rest of your lives, and you will tell your kids about it. Then after Saturday's event, Monday morning, we host an event for hundreds of autistic kids, special need children. And then Monday night, Arthur, I hope you're going to be back there with us. I, I know I have you scheduled. I know you said that you're coming out. We're going to do the Special Olympic kids. These are kids that live with Down syndrome. They're beautiful, young children. They deal with this Down syndrome all day, all night. It doesn't go away. And they are beautiful children. I'm very excited. I mean, I'm very excited about that. And I want to once again thank Jerry Crowley. He's the general manager of the station. And obviously it costs a few bucks for us to come over to your house and set up. And Matt Sambolin is going to be there. Joni will be there. I'll be there. I'm sure I'll bring a little crew with me. But, you know, when I was a young guy at Poly Prep, um, they used to host the Special Olympics, the actual games on the uh, on our you know campus. And I remember volunteering and that was such a, a big part of, of my life. And lastly, Joe, before we let you go, what's going? What are you doing Wednesday night, a week from tonight? Wednesday night, we actually have uh, we're hosting the Foster Kids for the city of New York. They're gonna come out. We're gonna feed them. We're gonna entertain them. Santa Claus is gonna show up. We're gonna give them all toys. Every single activity we got going on there. Every single day, Saturday, Monday morning, Monday night, Wednesday night, Santa Claus will be on hand. He'll be giving out toys to every single kid in addition to the food and the entertainment we provide. Spectacular. Joe, I happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for all you do for our community, especially for all of these kids. And uh, we're going to see you. We're going to see you over the weekend, and we're going to see live the Idola Power Hour live from uh, Joe Murray's house. <laughs> it's going to be a wild, wild night. I can't wait. Joe Murray, happy Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you can't soon. can't wait to see you, Arthur. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your whole family. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk to my friends with the Guild from Exceptional Children. Don't go away. <laughs> Under the uh, visionary leadership of Mayor Mike Spano, the city of Yonkers is undergoing a remarkable economic uh, renaissance, unprecedented in its history. A key to the city's success is the Yonkers Industrial Development Agency. Over the past decade, the IDA has provided financial incentives for development projects representing nearly $3.5 million in private investment and more than 6,700 residential units planned, completed, under construction, and approved for development. And now, thanks to IDA incentives, Yonkers is home to Lionsgate put a $100 million state-of-the-art TV and film studio complex right there. The largest facility of its kind in the Northeast. They're calling it Hollywood on the Hudson. With more film studios waiting in the wings, Yonkers has become Hollywood on the Hudson indeed. A new center for TV and film production with potential of bringing thousands of new jobs. To learn more about the financial incentives provided by the Yonkers IDA, visit YonkersIDA.com or 914-509-8650. 
Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Fastec Industries helps with all of your construction, demolition, and your weekly waste removal needs. They have roll-off containers from 10 to 40 yards, perfect for house, attic, and garage cleanouts, or construction and demolition debris. Fastec specializes in the removal and recycling of dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt in all five boroughs, every corner of New Jersey, and now serving Westchester County. Fastec is the number one supplier of recycled products, the number one wholesaler of virgin quarry materials, and the number one provider of roll-off containers. Call Fastec today. Ask for Joe C. at 718-494-1600. That's 718-494-1600. Mention this ad for $25 off your next roll-off container rental. Go online to F-A-Z-T-E-C. IND.com for more information. Fastec Industries is now serving Westchester County. Fastec Industries is a DeFazio company. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The answer. Alex, who do we got here? A little Natalie Merchant. That's right, a little Natalie Merchant. There we go. Um, well, in terms of giving, some place that I give to on a monthly basis, um, and then whatever event that they have is the Guild for Exceptional Children. You guys have heard about them here on the Power Hour many, many times. I often have their president on, Joe. But today I have Carolyn Mansueto on, who I know, ooh, Carolyn, I know you're too young for me to know you like 30 or 40 years, but I think... From the days when I was working with Sal Albanese when I was a teenager uh, in mm-hmm. Bay Ridge. I know you were floating around as an integral part of the Bay Ridge community. Caroline Mansueto, welcome to the Power Hour once again. How are you? Oh, fine, Arthur. And first and foremost, thank you so much for your years of support, your dedication to our mission. You're an incredible person. We value you, and of course, you're one of our ambassadors. Well, I love being one of your ambassadors because I see the work that you do, and um, I I say this because it's accurate. Like You guys really are overworked and underpaid um, because you give so much of the financial help that you get from Mm -hmm. people like myself and, and the government. Um, to the to the facility and to the programs for those people who need it. So congratulations yeah. to you guys. Tell Thank me you. about your big event uh, two Sundays ago and how that went when you honored my friend Judge Matt Demick. Yes, no, it was a wonderful, wonderful day, a wonderful event we had, and um, we it was very such a warming experience as well. I mean, to thank uh, Matthew Demick, Judge Demick, for his 50 years of support to the GC is incredible. And then we also um, honored our residential managers for their many years of dedicated service. And all our individuals were there. They had a great time. They danced. Um, It was just great. We had it at Gargiulo's in Coney Island. And it was a wonderful event, wonderful it, it, event. And it, it usually, it, it usually is. Unfortunately, I was out of town, so I could not be there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, you were missed, Arthur. You were missed, to say um, the least. Well, you know, I like to have my big mouth in front of that microphone. And we've had so many good times over the years there with Joe Piscopo, with Geraldo Rivera, mm-hmm. our friend Ken Rosado. Yeah. Um, and it's always a wonderful, it's a love fest because so many of the residents of uh, the Guild for Exceptional Children are there. Just, uh, Caroline, tell me a little bit about uh, how many how many people you're servicing these days in Brooklyn, New York. We, we serve um, over 400 individuals. And just to break it down... We have 120 individuals in our residence. We have 200 individuals attending our day programs. Uh, we have 17 residents, including supportive, um, uh, supportive apartments as well. And we have 140 children attending our preschool program, the uh, Carrie Mestrinati daycare program that's located in uh, the Borough Park section of Brooklyn, and they do a tremendous job, to say the least. I always love going to their graduation each and every year. Well, that's wonderful. And Caroline, tell people if they want to uh, help out the Guild for Exceptional Children where they could go and how they can make such a uh, donation. Well, they can, if I could just 
put in a um, a concern that we do have with the budget cuts uh, that is coming down from the governor and mayor's office. This is going to affect our programs. And, of course, fundraising is very poor, important. Uh, donations are extremely welcomed. And they can come and visit our website at uh, org. They can visit our Facebook page. And, of course, they can call us at 718-833-6633. Well, wonderful. You know, I, I passed by you guys this morning on my way to uh, on my way into the office this, today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I see you guys in the community all the time. I mean, especially when the weather is a little bit warmer. Um, you know, you right. walk the people down to the park, down to Shore Road. And, you know, you really give them the type of quality of life that, unfortunately, they could never have on their own. So the right. Guild for Exceptional also- Children, I, um, I, you know, I am very, very, very proud to be affiliated with Thanks. you. I just wanted to let you know, Arthur, we have some major changes. We're opening up a new dehabilitation program in Mill Basin, and we'll be serving 40 individuals that live in that vicinity. And we're also installing a new sprinkler system in four of our residents. So oh. we're very proud of the uh, changes to our infrastructure. That's and, and of course we all donations. Know how that is. Oh, so, absolutely! That is wonderful. All right, Caroline Mansueto from the Guild yes. for Exceptional Children. Thank you for all <laughs> you do, and have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, to you and your listeners as well. Thank you so much, Arthur. We appreciate it. Thank you, Caroline. Um, all right, folks, that is uh, basically a wrap on the Idola Power Hour here on this Wednesday, Wednesday Thanksgiving Eve. Um, I'll probably be heading to Bay Ridge to uh, have a libation. Um, I will be celebrating my son, Luca, uh, who you all know, who was accepted into Adelphi University. Um, on, uh, yeah, the, the night before last, we got the letter, and I'm so excited. So Luca's going to... Uh, you know, he's going to be celebrated this whole holiday week. Yes. Jim. I know you've been doing tours with Luca and this is his first acceptance and I, we have to shout him out. I mean, this is unbelievable. Honor student pretty much every year, right? Yep. Yep. And he's in the National Honor Society. He's I'm a not very, surprised he got very, in. Very good. Very, very good, uh, uh, student, unlike his dad. Um, but I want to, uh, so we'll, we'll have plenty of time to talk about Luca as we wind down the show. And you want to be thankful for things. I want to thank all of our guests from the Police Athletic League, the Ramos Foundation, uh, Joe Murray's charity event on this Saturday night, the, uh, um, for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, the Guild for Exceptional Children. And I want to thank Joan for all the hard work she does on the show and Sambolino and Alex and Sibilia and Crowley and Piscopo and Gatulo and Debbie and the whole AM970 family. So um, I want to um, sign off on this Wednesday night thanking all of you. Um, we're going to do a couple of best of shows um, Thursday tomorrow for Thanksgiving. So if you're around and you're cooking or cleaning up from cooking or whatever, you could throw on the power hour. I think we're going to hang out with Rosanna Scotto tomorrow night. And I think Friday we're going to hang out with Geraldo Rivera. Um, and um, we'll see you back live and local on the Idola Power Hour. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.